Hi, I'm Darren Wright. And I'm Tim Beadle. Welcome to Disciple Making. Welcome to Disciple Making. I'm Darren Wright. Tim Beadle is away right now. This is a rare solo episode of Disciple Making. As such, it will probably be a little bit shorter than you're used to because, as you know, Tim and I kind of feed off each other and generate questions towards each other in content. So this will be a little shorter. And what this episode is, is actually, it is a uh, audio version of a video from the 12 Church YouTube channel that is about why disciple-making can be scary for pastors. In fact, really, it's more confessional. It's why disciple-making is specifically scary for me and how it challenges in many ways my identity, my experience, my capacities, my competencies, and really just explains, I think, why it is difficult for pastors and churches to move into active disciple-making. I'll also have a link in the show notes for that video and the YouTube channel, which it comes from, which has other disciple-making videos as well. It has a relationship. There are some similarities between the things on the Disciple-Making Podcast. If you like the Disciple-Making Podcast, you'll probably like that YouTube channel. So I'm now going to switch over to the recording and uh, hope you enjoy and get something from why disciple-making is scary for me and pastors. It's hard for a man to see when his income depends on him not seeing. That opening quote is a simplification of a quote from Upton Sinclair where he says, It is difficult to get a man to understand when his salary depends on his not understanding it. You see this played out in so many areas of life, especially when someone is a specialist. Because, to use another quote, this one from Abraham Maslow, if your only tool is a hammer, you'll tend to see every problem as a nail. In other words, we see problems and challenges through the lens of what we're good at, thinking that what we're good at is in some way the answer to the problem. But that's not always the case. Here's how this relates to disciple-making when it comes to ministry professionals, particularly pastors. And to be clear, this relates to me as much as to anyone. I grew up in what I would call a standard, traditional, evangelical church. After a few years out of high school, working out in the field, I ended up going to Bible school and got my Bachelor of Theology degree and pastored three different churches over about 18 years. And since then, I've pastored several other churches on a transitional level in the past decade. And from all that experience, both as a child growing up in the church and as a pastor, a transitional pastor, my education, all the many seminars and trainings and books I've taken, I tend to know how to do church as we do it pretty well. I know how to do the services and preach and organize and uh, run ministries and equip leaders and do church governance. I'm pretty good at all those things. And yet it took me many years to conclude and realize that the way I was doing ministry was very ineffective and very inefficient in actually making disciples. In fact, sometimes it feels like it fell into the category of bad stewardship. 
but I know how to pastor and I know how to do church and preach and ministry and those things. If maybe if I just work harder and I pray more, take some more training, read some more books, get a mentor, maybe then I will be more effective in making disciples. Or maybe the way I've been doing things is broken. And if I'm going to be effective in making disciples, which by the way is the primary purpose of a disciple, the primary purpose of a biblical church, maybe I'm going to need to do something very different. And that's scary because I haven't been trained to do something different. And I have a lot of time and energy and money and reputation invested in the way I'm doing things as a pastor, as a quote, ministry professional. And what if I can't figure out how to do things differently? How will I make a living? Or what if I try to do things differently and it doesn't work? What if I fail? Before I suggest a solution, let me ask, can you relate? Have you faced the terror of the possibility that the way you've been living, the way you've been doing ministry has not been accomplishing its purpose, has not been actually making disciples, and that you somehow need to change? And how are you processing this very real fear? Would you consider sharing a comment? See, the scary bad news is that if you want to get serious about making disciples effectively, you may need to make radical shifts in your ministry, maybe in your career. You may need to stop, quote, professional ministry altogether. The good news is, if you are a disciple of Jesus Christ, he's called you to make disciples. And what he calls you to, he equips you for. Some passages that have encouraged me as I face these fears head on. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And related to that, humble yourself under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up. You know, I find it interesting in scripture that the concept of humbling yourself and fasting are pretty much synonymous. And so I've had to ask the question, am I desperate enough to fulfill the purpose for which I'm called, that I'm going to seek God in fasting and prayer, to be equipped or re-equipped as a disciple maker? Another passage that's been rolling through my mind as I've wrestled through these issues is in Matthew, the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus says, talking about provision and food and clothing, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. In other words, if you're on mission with him, you have provision from him. And of course, the Great Commission in Matthew chapter 28. Jesus has risen from the dead. He's meeting his disciples before he leaves, and he says this, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And behold, I'm with you, even to the end of the age. The promise being that when we are in mission, when our hearts are aligned with his heart, when we are disciples seeking to make disciples, he is with us, indwelling us, filling us, empowering us. He has our back, he has our front, and he will work with us. That truth goes a long ways towards soothing the fear, giving courage, and motivating me and hopefully motivating you to take the next step in being a disciple who makes disciples. God bless. 
press on. Well, I hope you got something from my little riff on why disciple making is scary for me, for pastors. If you have questions, feel free to contact me. And again, you can check in the show notes for a link to the video and related content. God bless. Press on. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to imakedisciples.com or christfollowerdna.com. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts.